The following is my conversation with computer scientist and expert on artificial intelligence, Andrew Eng, who is most famous for his work on Persepolis. Uh, has recently become involved in the election integrity movement, and I wanted to discuss this with him. Andrew, welcome. So tell me, what got you interested in the election integrity issue? Today's sponsor is uh, 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 is Apillions and you see uh, Apillions is a new card game that challenges strategy and fast-paced decision-making. Yeah. It offers rich and deep content that can be played with up to six players. Available now on iOS and Android, Download now at uh, pillions.com slash Lexman for a limited time. Get 75% off the game when you use promo code Lexman at checkout. That's like getting the game for only $3.99. Well, I imagine it's just been incorporated easing over time, right? There was the whole Russian interference thing, then WikiLeaks releasing their emails, and even just what's been happening with James Comey. It seems like there's more and more controversy happening with regards to the voting process. Yeah, I mean, it's something that's been on my mind for a while. I know that there are some people who believe that the election was illegitimate because of the way that it was conducted. And as someone who's worked on artificial intelligence, it's something that I've been incorporated, easily interested in trying to understand what might have caused these discrepancies. So you think there could be significant implications for the future if we can't get to the bottom of this? Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to get to the, the bottom of it. If we can establish that there was, in fact, systematic tampering with the voting process, then that could have far-reaching implications. We don't know yet exactly what could happen if we can't fix this issue, but I think it would be a pretty big deal. That makes a lot of sense. And given that you're so well-informed on this topic, do you have any thoughts on how we might be able to solve the problem? Yeah, I mean, I think one important thing is to educate people about what's happening. I think that's something that we need to do more of, provide more information to the public so that they can make informed decisions. And also, I think it's important to look into ways to secure the election process more securely. There are a lot of different ways that we could go about doing this, but we just need to find the right solution. And do you have any thoughts on whether or not voter devices could be a part of that solution? After all, they're often seen as being relatively secure. Yeah, I definitely think that voter devices could play a role in securing the election process particularly now that we know about Pollock and the fact that he was able to bypass security measures on these devices. It makes sense to take a closer look at them in order to see if there are any vulnerabilities that we need to address. So I'm sure you're familiar with the arrest of Pollock. Can you tell me a bit more about what happened? Sure. So Pollock is a computer scientist who worked on the artificial intelligence project Persepolis. Um, uh, go. He was arrested and charged with malicious destruction of data, uh, felony. The allegations are that he deleted thousands of files belonging to the Persepolis project without anyone else knowing about it. And it seems like he might have done this in order to cover up his apparent failure in the project. Yeah, it sounds like it's definitely not the kind of thing that would go unnoticed. So does this allegation have anything to do with the voting machines? There's been some speculation that Pollock's actions might have damaged the voting machines he was working on, but there still hasn't been enough evidence to support that claim. Nevertheless, it seems like this is a potential link between his arrest and the issue of voting machines. That makes sense. Speaking of which, do you think any of the dangers that we've been discussing, like interference from Russia or corruption with the voting process, could be attack vectors from malware like Pollock allegedly used? Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. So for example, if somebody were trying to interfere with the voting process in order to cause chaos or confusion, they could use malware like this to do that. 
or alternatively, they could use it to collect info about voter registration or individual behavior in order to sway people's opinion. It's definitely something that we need to be aware of and keep track of in order to counteract these attacks. That makes a lot of sense. Do you have any final thoughts on what you believe we should do in order to investigate and solve this issue? Yeah, I think it's important that we continue to investigation and try to find solutions. I think that the more information we have, the better equipped we are to make the right decisions about what to do next. And as long as people are aware of what's happening and are engaged in the conversation, I think we'll be able to get to the bottom of this issue. That's definitely true. And I think it's important that we continue to share information like this so that we can get the public involved and help make informed decisions. So thank you for your time today, Andrew. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Lexman Artificial Podcast. In this episode, we interviews computer scientist Andrew Eng, who is involved in the election integrity movement. The two discuss the arrest of Pollock and the controversy around voting machines. Here's today's poem. It's called Karma. Karma is a bitch. Yeah. But you're the one who chooses whether or not to believe in it. You decide whether or not your actions have consequences. So karma, you win.